0: If the goals that you've set for yourself for 2019 around your body, food, or fitness might have come to a bit of a stalemate or are not feeling as successful and we're only in just past the midpoint of January, this episode is for you. I want to talk to you today about goal recalibration. You are listening to the Life Reclamation Society podcast, and I'm your host, Sherry Trentini. And what I do is I I coach people to re-envision their future by letting go of the past. And even if we are in a state of setting short or even long-term goals, as in resolutions or intentions for the new year sometimes even very quickly out out the gate we might need to do a bit of a tweak or a recalibration especially if we are not feeling so energized and so inspired by the goal that we set for ourselves. earlier this week I asked my Facebook friends to share an image of what how they would uh, depict their Uh, goals so far and how they're feeling about them. And I'll tell you what, they were certainly hilarious. And some of them were fabulously centered and balanced. And then there were some that I just wanted to get into the car and go and give them a hug because of uh, the image that they had shared uh, to describe how things were going. And the one thing that I thought of is that sometimes we can set ourselves a goal and it's we are in all or nothing mode. And hey, I have a tendency to to subscribe to that sort of patterning. However, we have to look at the big picture. We sometimes get too caught up in the doing and the how we are going to achieve that that we forget to keep the big picture of why we are doing this uh, in sight. So in my last episode, I talked about values and I encouraged everybody to check in with their values and and, um, ask themselves what it is that they value and how that value adds value to the goals that you had set for yourself. And so sometimes when we have that disconnect or our goals make us feel bad about ourselves or rather we are making ourselves feel bad because of the goal, it can go either way that sometimes we may need to step back and regroup. And even though we're only 18 days into this month, hey, this is a practice that you can do multiple times. And sometimes I know I have had the opportunity where I've had a daily practice to really get back connected with what it is that I wanted to achieve. So I wanted to share with you some ideas about how to recalibrate so that you can get back on track and feel better now, hopefully, in this very moment, about the goal that you have set for yourself. Now, this can be applicable to any types of goals that you've set for yourself. I'm going to talk specifically about body, food, and fitness, because I think that's a fairly strong, strong goal that people set for themselves starting a new year. So I wanted to share with you one of my favorite quotes that I had, uh, that I have, even posted on my website thanks to uh, sharing a Instagram post by the group Happy Habits. You can check out my webpage to find a link to them. And the quote that they that is so inspiring to me and that I've shared a lot is that health is not just about what you're eating, it's also about what you're thinking and saying. So, when we are making goals around our body what we're eating how we're moving our body then we there's a lot of pressure because we have to eat every day we have to move our body we have to dress our body we have to we are in constant contact with what we want to change and how we're thinking And what we're saying, but also how we are feeling about the very things that we are interacting with, and that is crucial to our goal. Sometimes we need to check in to see, you know, why are we feeling bad about the very thing that we wanted to achieve in the first place? So I wanted to ask you to stop for a moment and just check in and have a quick little listen to the inner voice inside of your head. You know, the one that says, Oh, that's a great idea. Let's do that. But it's also, you know, has the evil twin that, you may want to check to see if maybe you're listening to the evil twin a little bit more. And if their voice sounds a little bit hoarse from screeching at you for not having been more successful to not having, you know, stuck to the, the food plan or to the fitness regimen or to whatever, that's the one that I want you to give a break to. When we are beating ourselves up because we've, you know, we've gone to three fitness classes and we don't have that six-pack ab yet, or we have, uh, you know, eaten salad every day for a week and the scale numbers are not budging in the way that we would ideally like them to be instantaneously, we can start to get on a, uh, a bit of a soliloquy, if you will, about how we are not worthy or that we suck or that uh, we're not going to achieve this and, you know, we might as well eat the cake and we might as well order the fries or we might as well stay home from going to the class because, you know, who cares? So that voice that, that was so inspired. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that feels so good has been quieted because the evil twin per se has taken over because perhaps you had a misstep, you know, perhaps you did miss a class or something happened in life. And right away we, we, scratch off our goal as being a failure because of that one day or even a couple days or even a whole week and yes we're only 18 days but hey let's give ourselves a break here let this let's look at the big big picture so when we're listening to the voice about how we can't do this or we're not good at doing this or we're not going to achieve this ask that voice to just ooh. Can I just interject for a second and just, you know, let, let the voice be quiet and check back in with why you valued choosing this goal for yourself to begin with. What is the, what is the big, big, big picture? And ask yourself, you know, what inspired me? What, how does achieving that goal make me feel? And I want you to really, really tap into that feeling. You know, how does how does you know achieving that that um fitness level or um, accomplishing perhaps uh, muscle mass or weight loss or whatever the actual you know goal is? tap back in and get a really good connection to why that was important to you why do you value that why did you choose that in particular because i don't know that you wanted to choose a goal that was going to make you feel bad right you didn't you didn't set off to to choose a goal for you uh, around your body your food or your fitness in order for you to berate yourself right that's not the intention that's not a ways to success now so when, we, when we've lost that connection or the, the other voice is too loud, give yourself the chance to, to check back in, to get regrounded and reconnected with why you chose this to, to begin with. And so one of my favorite tips about finding your why, and there's a lot of great information, there's a, a, a Simon Sinek on TED, uh, TED Talks. He has a great... Um, TED talk video about finding your why. But when we're talking about a goal, you know, get a piece of paper. It's a there's a great body mind connection with pen in hand and paper underneath us. And write down what your goal is and ask yourself why. Write the answer. and Why again? Write another answer and come up with some strong foundational um, uh, information and to back up what why this is important to you and what it's going to feel like when you have achieved it. Because when we have lost connection with what our why, like why do we want to, you know, be able to lift 200 pounds or why did we want to be able to run a 10 K or a half marathon or a full marathon or an Ironman or whatever, whatever that your goal is. Why do we want to do that? Right? What is your true deepest, most fulfilling motivation behind wanting to reach your goal so give yourself the opportunity to recalibrate towards why you're doing it why you chose it why it feels good to do that so that maybe you can let that hoarse voice get a bit of a break now the other part that can sometimes make us feel bad or feel less successful than we are is analysis paralysis when I created, uh, I have a, a, an ongoing fitness goal, not new for this year, but uh, a, a bit more dialed in on running. And so I have an overarching goal for the entire year. And then I took that big goal and I chunked it down into quarters. And I wanted to see what that looked like numerically. And then I took those quarters and divvied it up in each of the months. Now, I know this sounds like a, you know, a, a calculus class <laughs> or uh, a class in spreadsheets, but I wanted to see what the big number was gonna look like across the entire year. And then I have a a clearer sense as to, you know, what my plan is gonna be. I I need to plan in order to achieve those things. So yesterday, I'll share that I actually reached uh, one of my smaller goals for the, uh, that's part of the big picture, and i was very pleasantly surprised i was you know wanting to chest bump everybody in the gym because heh, i reached a goal before the end of the month that that you know well before the end of the month and so now i can build on that good energy i had a really successful day and now i know what it feels like to have reached that goal so now i'm going to try it a few more times uh, a distance goal so that i can have a, a more um a better connection with it and a better sense as to what it feels like and what I feel like when I have reached that particular distance goal in one running session. Now, there's another quote that is, if you don't measure it, you can't manage it. And that brings me back to the analysis paralysis. I can get caught up in the numbers and I can start forecasting how far I'm going to run tomorrow and the next day. And then, oh gosh, but I have this thing and I can't do that. Oh no, now I'm going to be behind. And I can get caught up in the stress of not achieving when I'm only on like day 11. And this did happen actually a week ago. I'm like, I'm well behind. There's no possible way that I can meet meet my target for the month if I don't, you know, start banging out big numbers every day. But at the same time, whoo, then I took a step back, looked at my quarter, looked at the whole year and thought, you know what, I think it's manageable I think I just got a little caught up in my head same thing when you're maybe trying to lose weight or muscle mass so maybe you're measuring uh, your muscles maybe you're jumping on the scale every day and you get home from a workout or you've you know whatever you weigh at the end of the day or the beginning of the day and those numbers aren't the most perfect ones that you wanted to see who what happens energy can certainly drop down to the basement. And that's not a cool thing because when we are looking so finitely at the numbers, we again miss out on the bigger picture. Now, perhaps you have a target as to you know what those numbers are going to look like or how they're going to evolve over the long term. But when we are uh, associating how, our success with one day or, you know, one jump on the scale or one whatever, oof, that might be setting us up for failure. Because again, we've taken ourselves out of looking at the big picture overall. And that takes away from that over, overall feeling of having accomplished what we've set out to do. Now, what I also did yesterday is, as I mentioned, um, I, I felt like chest bumping everybody in the gym and, you know, handing out high fives because I had accomplished something that I set out to do. However, the other way that I celebrated was I came home and I was able to channel that energy into taking on a couple of projects that also support my overall body, food, and fitness goal, which was to do some house cleaning when it came to letting go of things in my closet. Now, on my website, you can take a look at one of my e-courses, which is called The Life Reclamation Project Home, which talks about decluttering, and how how I have consistently found, uh, felt and have found success in when I let physical things go, that I also create space to let other new fabulous things to come in. And that's not just stuff. That is experiences and and other really good, good, grateful, uh, gratitude-inducing things. So yesterday, I took a long look at of not a long look, because I already knew. It didn't, I didn't have to deliberate over a lot of the things that I packed up in this huge suitcase that I'm going to deliver to charities so that somebody else can find so much joy in taking home and uh, adding value and good energy to their lives. So that is a way to celebrate. Now, back, there's two parts to that story too. Analysis paralysis and celebration can kind of collide. When I don't do a a running session, I can, I can jump onto my app on my phone and I can see what my pedometer tells me how far I've moved. And when I've had a running session, those numbers are awesome, in my opinion. But when I have a day, when I take a day off to recover from working out, I look at those numbers and it looks like I have become a sloth. Day before, rock star, today, sloth. So that can really start to, to have that evil twin voice start talking to us. Oh, well, great, now look at that. Yesterday you rocked out 10,000 steps and today you're you know, lucky to make a 1,000 or whatever that is. So when we are, again, looking so finitely at our progress, that's a great opportunity to take a couple deep breaths and take a step back and, again, look at the big picture. Tap in with how you feel, rather than what your your Fitbit or your health app uh, pedometer says or the scale. How do you feel? Do you feel things changing? Do you feel, you know, do you feel like you're progressing? Check in with that. Ask those questions. Sometimes those other ways help to validate what we've already been doing, but sometimes they can again. Have your energy just drop right to the floor or below because they're not that magic number. But how do you bounce back? You recalibrate. You check back in again. Okay, what have I done? What have I done that I haven't normally done? And how can I celebrate that? How can I feel good about some of the choices that I did make today? Or how how can I feel good about how far I've come since the 1st of January or the Second or whenever you started this process, right? So we have to learn from what we've already done. And we've. there's also an element of we've had to let go of a bunch of stuff already to get to this point. On day 18, we've had to let go of some things in order to let these new experiences come in. So give yourself credit for that, you know. Celebrate. Like, wow, today was a great day. You know, I didn't go and get an extra coffee and muffin today, if that is part of uh, your foundation. Or that I tried a different fitness class and that felt good. Or I walked at lunchtime, or I did this, or I walked the dog, or, you know, I, we, I had a five minute dance party uh, doing dishes, whatever that is. When we diminish what we have done, and sometimes that's making choices uh, by saying no to something so that we can say yes to ourselves, or have moved differently or done whatever, remember to celebrate, right? We, we might be feeling like we're always having to defend our goal, and that doesn't feel like a good thing. They say that the best defense is a good offense and if you've played a team sport you have that sense of you know when you're going charging towards the the basket or the goal line or the goalie or you know whatever sport is your fave you know what that feels like that exhilaration that ah you know we're potentially going to score that goal or get that basket or do whatever When you're on the defensive side, you know, you're constantly looking for how you are having to make sure that the other, you know, other team doesn't score on you. So when we're in a place that doesn't feel good about what we are trying to accomplish around our body, food, and fitness, check in. Are we playing defense here or are we on offense? And sometimes it might even feel like we're sitting on the sidelines, and all of this game is happening without our even our participation. It's like we're watching a a, a ping pong match or something, and you're, you're having a tough time keeping up as to who's playing what and who's winning and all the rest of it. So again, step back, take a breath, and recalibrate. Why you're doing this? What is the biggest goal? What is the little goals? How can we celebrate? And how can we get that evil twin who is hoarse from screaming and berating you and telling you that you are not worth, <laughs> worth it, that you are not succeeding, that you are a failure, how can we get her to just, mm, you know, get some duct tape and, and zip that up for a little while? And sometimes it's best that we have to sort of take ourselves out of our own head and get some support. You know, do you know somebody else who's who's doing something that you can be accountability buddies or booster buddies where, you know, you phone each other and hey, this is this is what I accomplished today or oh, I'm so proud of myself because I did this. I am so proud of myself because I didn't do this or that and have a have a feel good, you know, five minute phone call where you just go back and forth celebrating what it is that you had done that you feel good about, that helps you feel like you are uh, onward and upward towards your goal. Case in point, today, when I got home from the gym, I immediately texted my sister and I said, I got back into deadlifting today, and though, you know, certainly I'm not at the lifting weight that I was when I did this the last time, I feel like I'm 10 feet tall, right? And and that's a good feeling. That's a feeling that takes that will take me through today. And I will ride that wave for as long as I can. And those are the type that's the type of inventory of good feeling, good, you know, progress, good, um, motivational type feelings that you want to harness that you want to soak up, absorb, and then, you know, emit out into the world so that others can also benefit from your good feeling vibes. So here we are, as I said, you know, coming back to the beginning that we're only day 18. There's a lot of year left. And maybe this isn't a 365 day, you know, goal for you. Maybe this is a lifetime change. And when we set off to change our life and always and and be where, you know, uh, be at our at the most perfect place with standing alongside our goal Uh, within the first 18 days, that's pretty tough. That is pretty tough to accomplish. And so that's where, again, stepping back, get that big picture feeling, you know, what have I learned? What have I let go of? What have I let in that has allowed me to be at this moment, at this place, in this, this progress point towards my goal? So... Again, I am Sherry Trentini. You have just listened or watched the Life Reclamation Society video podcast. And if you are wanting some support with your goals for your body, food, or fitness, I've got a program that I would love to chat with you about. And it's called the Life Reclamation Project BFF, which stands for Body, Food, and Fitness. You can check that out on my website at w sherry trentini Until next time, hang in there.